You're listening to the Wonder Women of Aviation, a podcast that helps preserve the history of women in aviation and highlights women involved in aviation. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, my name is Jessie Panzer, and I'm an aerobatic and corporate jet pilot, and I'm happy to be here on the Wonder Women of Aviation podcast today. <laughs> you did beautiful. <laughs> all right. Okay. <laughs> Yay. Well, thank you, Jesse. We're just going to go into it. Welcome to the Wonder Woman of Aviation. Um, so for those of us or the, my viewers that don't know who Jesse Panzer is, um, obviously you're, you're big in the air show community. I recently found you maybe about four or five years ago. So who is Jesse Panzer? <laughs> oh, golly. What a question. <laughs> Well, uh, gosh, how do you what's your elevation? I'm still trying to figure out who I am. I, <laughs> how do I drive myself to tell anybody else? <laughs> so true all the time. Yes. Um, well, gosh, well, I started in aviation because my dad was a pilot. Uh, however, he passed away in an airplane accident when I was seven years old. And so I was afraid to fly. Um, and But over the years, my family just told me how much he loved it. And uh, I became interested in what he loved so much about it. And so then I, and then I also became fascinated with how it all works. And so when it came time to go to college, that's what I decided I wanted to do uh, and go learn more about that. So, um, so I did, I went to Embry-Riddle in Prescott, Arizona and got all my ratings down there. And then I was a flight instructor and then I did air ambulance. And then I went on to um, charter and then corporate jet flying. And so that was kind of my uh, professional path. Uh, But while I was still in college, I did an internship here in Lincoln, Nebraska with Duncan Aviation and met my, who became my mentor, Harry Barr here. He was one of the founders of Duncan Aviation. And uh, he introduced me to the wonderful world of tail draggers and aerobatics. (laughs) And so I instantly, I was hooked after um, not really ever knowing anything about aerobatics or that it really even existed, I suppose. I don't recall it before that. And uh, so I was just totally fascinated with aerobatics. Um, And luckily, you know, he helped me along teaching me and uh, I just ended up building my aerobatic career along with my professional career. Uh, of course, one kind of paid for the other <laughs> along in the years. And then uh, in 2018, I went full-time uh, air shows in my pit. And then in 2019, Sean D. Tucker invited me to be on his uh, Team Oracle. Uh, and he and I did a two ship for the 2019 season. And then in 2020, uh, we were trying to build a four ship, but then of course COVID happened. And so we ended up losing our sponsorship and uh, we've been trying to find a new one. So we're, we're in hopes for that still. <laughs> and so that's kind of what's happening now. <laughs> COVID kind of took everything, you know, changed the whole industry by storm. But I feel like, you know, I've noticed lately, like it's, I feel like we're coming back. We're coming back bigger and better when it comes to like the aviation industry, the air show industry, people missed it. Like, you know, Oshkosh was like so packed. I'm like, oh my oh, God, yeah, amazing that 
Like people miss that, that like, I guess that excitement, the thrill. So speaking of the thrill, so I know you can, you said a couple of things. Um, I heard that you were initially, um, you know, your father, I'm going to go back. So you yes, were certainly. flying. Um, how did you get over the fear of, you know, obviously that was something so tragic and I personally am afraid of flying. Um, and I know how I began to overcome that fear, but how did you overcome it from going, you know, to this fear to obviously like purposely falling to the ground? <laughs> Great question. Well, <laughs> you know, I never, I never really got over the fear it's, it's always, there at some level, really. Uh, I just, I had to, um, I guess, put it into perspective. And I wanted to learn my, my, first of all, my curiosity about, again, how it all works and what it was and what he loved so much about it really got me into it. And then I took my first flight. And I remember going for my first flight, and I had never been so scared but so excited all at the same time. Mm. And I, and I took that very first flight and I didn't know if I'd love it or I'd hate it, but I was instantly hooked. <laughs> that was the first time I was instantly like, and completely hooked. And then the second one was when I took my first aerobatic flight, but, but really I just had to um, manage the fear, you know, and use it to help me focus and become, uh, you know, and study harder and, just learn as much as I possibly could from everybody around me um, and, and all the resources I could to, again, be the safest pilot I could be because I don't have the time to make all the mistakes, right? None of us do. And so we have to learn from other people. And, um, you know, I use it to help, I guess, thrill me more. You know, it's thrilling to go do this thing that I was so afraid of, but now I'm learning to master, you know, and it was, and it was so empowering and thrilling and just, um, a wonderful feeling if you can learn to use it in that way. Right. That totally makes sense. Cause me, I was like, definitely like, literally I would cry upon takeoff, like in a normal commercial jet, like my husband knows, like I would freak out and like take off and I'm like, Oh my God. Like I would get, you know, inside my head and I'm like, Oh my gosh, like what's, I would think the worst, like initially. Of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then we all as humans, we tend to lean that way, but it's just, um, you just gotta, and the more you, you gotta go learn about this thing that you're afraid of. Right. And the more you learn about it, the more you can control that fear, you know, the less scary the thing becomes, which is, but you have to take the first step and that's the hardest part, right. Is to take the first step towards yeah. that. <laughs> but after you take the first step, the next step gets easier. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So good for you. <laughs> I jumped into a cub and then I did um aerobatics with a friend in a pit as too. Then Excellent. I went fly like skydiving. Then like we go to Great America, like every single ride on Great America, he makes me go. And I'm like the Superman was like the most scariest because you're like face forward. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. He's like, I can, you can jump in anything now. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I, my goal is to jump in every type of aircraft. <laughs> like, I yeah, was, like all these different type of airplanes. And it's oh, like, oh, it sounds like you're well on your way. <laughs> oh, Good for you. Stuff. That's fantastic. Yeah, I want to learn. I want to learn to fly. So, and then that's a question yeah. I have for you. Um, for someone, so you know, aerobatics, 
and air shows, it, they're kind of, you know, there's competition flying, I'm learning, and then there's air shows. So you did a little bit of competition when you were getting into the industry initially. Um, and you were kind of in different aspects of it. I know you did um, the Reno Air Races. So can you talk a little bit about the initial like competition and how important it is to make that migration from competition into the whole like air show spectrum? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Competition is the best place to start, in my opinion, because it it teaches you all of the disciplines and all of the um, aspects of aerobatics that are so important to have later on. And especially when you're flying low to the ground and in front of a crowd. Right. And so um, to have that discipline as your base is very valuable. And and of course, the 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 group of IAC is the the club that we're in and everybody in that group there's such a wealth of knowledge there you learn so much from everybody and and contests are just super fun and very satisfying (laughs) themselves (laughs) and then um yeah and then I did go to air shows next certainly I started with the contest and and made my way up there and then I got into air shows once I had some aerobatic experience with the contest and all of that of course air show flying is is quite a bit different from the it's it's a different mindset than the contest flying um but you certainly use a lot of the contest stuff in the air show flying and it gives you like I said that discipline base to work from which is so great and then and then working on to the air racing it it was you know, it was, I've used, I use every bit of every piece of aviation education that I have for that, right? I mean, you're flying in, what we say, in hostile formation at 50 feet off the ground at, you know, 200 miles an hour, 300 miles an hour, whatever your speed class is. And it's just, it's intense. And so, uh, yeah, the air show world really helped me with that. Of course, keeping your composure and your, um, uh, your your wits about you when you're down low and in that low level environment and especially around other aircraft so it, it was and I had luckily formation or, or experience before that as well right yeah so. I mean you've done a lot in your career and, and I think that's that's amazing and the fact that you know we we have as women as we have a role model that we can look up in the air and we can see your pink pits which I was going to get into that as well <laughs> yeah <laughs> And so, I mean, I think that's amazing. You made that transition from, you know, competition to races to air shows. I I think that's just great. And, you know, so can you talk a little bit about, you know, what type of aircraft you fly for those that aren't familiar with, with your beautiful Pits S1S? Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, it's a, it is a Pits S1S. It's a biplane. So it's the, for those that don't know, it's got the two wings instead of just the one wing. It's, kind of old school classic looking in that way right because those were early a lot of the earlier airplanes were biplanes um anyway but it was the first one of the first aerobatic designs out there because it is so strong because there is all of that structure there um and it's a wonderful design and it's uh stood the test of time curtis pitt was the one who designed it and he did a wonderful job and there's been many evolutions of this airplane and um Mine is, my particular airplane was built in 1980 originally, and it was red, white, and blue. (laughs) And it was built by Rich Fashion, those who uh, were around back in the day, he was the premier builder back then. Um, But anyway, and so it it made its way through 
actually a lot of my friends owned it <laughs> through the years, Harry Barr being one of them. And then I acquired the airplane back in 2008. And I flew it for, oh, I, gosh, a few years. And then the engine decided it, it had enough. <laughs> so it was time to rebuild it. And so when I rebuilt it, as with a lot of rebuild projects, it ended up tearing the entire thing apart down to the frame. I overhauled the engine. I took every single piece off the thing that I could take off the thing. We blasted the airframe, built it all the way back up. And I said, you know, I should paint it pink. <laughs> you know, every girl's got to have a pink airplane. If you're going to paint it, come on. <laughs> and so, yeah. And so I um, got some, a couple of my friends here in town uh, helped me acquire the paint. And then uh, my other friend who knows how to paint, painted it in one of my other friend's garages. <laughs> so it's, it's been quite a, you know, a, a collaboration of all my friends who are very well versed in all of these different aspects of building and rebuilding airplanes. I've been very blessed to have a wonderful network of people with knowledge and skill. It's really, really special. So yeah, it's, it's been quite a journey to learn how to take care of that airplane and own that airplane. And it teaches me something every day to this day. <laughs> it's got a personality of its own because my husband flies in pits as one So it's like, oh my gosh, she flies in pits as one Yes. Yeah, for sure. Like, yes, like, they do. Like, everything that you're saying, I've heard. I'm like, that's pretty awesome that it's consistent and it's got its little quirks. And, you know, the way, you know, <laughs> I call it fishtail when you're like driving down and trying to take off. It's like, so what would be the challenging things of the pits? I'm going to go with the pros and the cons, obviously. Oh. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Well, so we'll start with the pros. <laughs> the pros. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's, um, man, of course, it's a lovely looking airplane. You know, it's such a classic romantic uh, style of an airplane. And I tell you what, anytime anybody comes up, it's like if there's a monoplane and my biplane sitting there, they're going to walk to the biplane every time. I tell you what, well, of course, I'm a little biased on that too, but <laughs> yes, yeah, so it looks beautiful. Uh, it's extremely maneuverable because it is very short coupled and um, short wings, short fuselage, uh, lots of control surface. Um, uh, my particular one has great horsepower to weight ratio. So man, lovely aspects for all of the aerobatic flying that I want to do with it. The tricky part is, well, the trickiest part is taking care of it and keeping it running. <laughs> but, but second to that is, uh, you know, everybody talks about the pits being the hardest airplane to land. And, you know, it's, um, it just takes a lot of attention. You know, I heard it explained once that, you know, it's like a puppy dog. It does you know, a well-behaved puppy dog, it'll do exactly, it wants to please you. It's going to do exactly what you want it to do, exactly when you want it to do it, whether you want it to do it or not. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, it's quite a, it's quite a machine. So you have to keep your, you know, keep your wits about you and pay attention every single landing, no matter how long you've had it, because it will get your attention on occasion. <laughs> yeah, that's what my husband was telling me and the range, like when he goes cross country, it's like his legs are like always like sore and fatigued and it's like, everything hurts because you're crammed in that little. Yep, yeah. Oh, say that again. What is the range on your aircraft? 
Well, I luckily, so I have my onboard fuel. I have 20 gallons or 21 gallons. And so I can do like an hour and a half on that comfortably. And then I'm looking for a place to land. But I have, I have in my case, a 16 gallon ferry tank, which doubles my range. So I can do three hours comfortably in that airplane, not comfortably, literally, but (laughs) comfortably with fuel. (laughs) Yeah. My body's hurt when I'm getting out, (laughs) but with the fuel I have, it's a three hour airplane. So that makes it possible to do these longer distances. Uh, to get to these air shows. I was going to say, yeah, because like people don't realize, I mean, you fly your pits to the air, the air shows, right? You don't truck it. You don't take the wings off. I mean, it's, it's as is. You're exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Some guys have done that in the past and that's a great way to do it. I'm just not set up for it. So uh, I fly it everywhere. (laughs) So a question I had is like, when you're in the air for three hours, you're going to a show, like, how do you keep entertained <laughs> uh, well I'm, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah I'm always paying attention I'm always watching my uh you know my range and the winds and my navigation I you know I, I stay busy the whole time <laughs> pretty much I mean of course I'm just always like okay you know you always play that game of okay if engine quit now where would I land if engine quit now where would I land you know so you're always playing that game but then um you know just navigating and checking weather and making sure my fuel's doing what I think it ought to do and watching my engine and, you know, looking out the window. I'm busy the whole time, really. And then on the, on the, certainly on my first leg, if I do the first one, usually on the second leg of a day, if I'm doing a real long day with two, three hour flights in it, um, two or more sometimes, <laughs> um, I'll, you know, I do have a little music that I'll turn on and, but it, you know, cause at the altitude I'm going at, you, you get to see the country, right? You know, it's like, you check out all the little towns and all the different topography. And of course you're always watching for other people and <laughs> all of that. So, I mean, there's plenty to keep you going, you know, keep you entertained, but yeah, it, it does get long. It's more the, um, uh, the physical part that's the harder to sit there you know the actual pain that you <laughs> get to be in later on in the flight and then the sun beating down on you because of course it's just it's just the canopy you know and I don't I wear a helmet so I don't have I I really should come up with a better like visor system but I have right. now <laughs> there's only so many things I can get to so I'll get there one of these days yeah. <laughs> When people like the general public doesn't know, it's like, there's so many like behind the scenes things that you as airshow pilots go through. And it's like, I hear the stories because I hear it from my husband. I'm just like, oh, that's crazy. So it's like, like how, that was one question. Like, how do you keep entertained up there? That was just like, or what if you get hungry? Like, do you have like snacks? Like, there's just so many things that, you know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I take my little bag lunch up there. <laughs> got my banana, got my apple. Got, if I sometimes I'll make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, you know, <laughs> stuff that's easier to eat in the airplane. So yeah. <laughs> so much room in the pits. Thing. <laughs> yes. That's another trick to it is the packing space. <laughs> it's, uh, it's like a Tetris problem trying to fit all the stuff you need to fit in there. <laughs> what are your go-to items? Usually I ask this like as a fun question, but like, what are your items that you bring? Cause you only have this little small compartment in the back, right? So you can't right. really much like what right. do you put for an air show? If you're there for, you know, what, 
five days travel back? Like, what are your two items? Well, I count on there being laundry at the place (laughs) because I can only take like four shirts and another, you know, I'm wearing one pair of pants and I've got probably another pair of pants and a short (laughs) in the back and that's it, you know, and underwear and socks and that, but you know, basic toiletry. So I have a very small duffel bag and then I have my tool bag, which this tool bag could just about rebuild my pits. (laughs) It's, It's comprehensive, but it's compact. So I have my duffel bag, my tool bag, uh, some cleaning products, you know, for the canopy and the airplane, um, my refueling stuff, uh, that stays in there. And then I've got my water bottle and my lunch bag and then my iPad. <laughs> and that's kind of it. You know, it's like my other, my flying stuff that's on me, you know, parachute and flight suit and headset and all of that. But, um, yeah, that's it. I can fit like a pair of sunglasses under the seat <laughs> and like a roll of tape under the other <laughs> side. <laughs> so it's wrap everything on you. I've, I've noticed like I help, but I mean, with my husband, he's like, yeah, I've only got just this little duffel bag and it's just like crazy. So that's it. Yeah. You're either wearing it or trying to find, find just a little place to shove it, you know, but it's faith is definitely a premium. So I So uh, if I'm going for a longer, like uh, this spring, I went to Arizona to train uh, early and I was down there for three weeks, I think. Anyway, and so I wasn't going to spend three weeks on four shirts, you know, so (laughs) I ended up, I did ship a bag down there. So, and that's, if I really need to go, I have to ship stuff to meet me there. And that's actually because I have this fairy tank I was telling you about, but I need a smoke system when I get to the air shows. I have a smoke tank that goes in the same spot that this ferry tank goes, but obviously I can't ferry them both at the same time. So I have to ship my smoke tank to the venue and then the ferry tank gets me to the venue. (laughs) So I had, so there's some maintenance items when I get to uh, the show or I'm leaving the show that I have to kind of reset up the airplane. I'm either in cross country mode or I'm in air show mode and I have to do a transition to go to either place. (laughs) And you mentioned mindset, like you have to really kind of learn to adapt, you know, quickly to that mindset of, okay, you're, you're getting there. It's, it's a whole process I'm learning. And I'm just like, okay, when my husband's in air show mode, when he's about to perform, I back off. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, you do what you need to do. Do you have any routines? I'm going into the act itself. Like before you go up in the air, you know, some people do the ramp walk or, you know, there's different names for it. Um, do you have a specific routine before you, you perform? Did I lose you? Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of cut out there a little bit, but um, I got the question. So, um, yeah. so, yes, I do. I have to, um, I take at least the hour before I fly and I get in, I, I, I rest myself because I have to like, just kind of calm my mind and my body before I get in that mode. So I'm not so, cause you know, there's so much going on and there's so many moving parts and people wanting things from me and this and that. So I have to really collect myself from that. So I get in the rental car and I just, you know, close my eyes and get in the air conditioning and, you know, I'll, you know, I'll nap for a half hour before I do this. And then, yes. And then I do my walkthrough and then, and then I get ready and I go. So it's, that's what I have to do every time to get in a good frame of mind to get it going, you know, and get 
to where I need to be on time and in the right frame of mind. And you don't eat anything before you perform, do you? <laughs> oh, no, I actually do. <laughs> Not right before. I, I don't like to eat. Oh, within... I mean, I, I will eat a little if I haven't eaten something you have, to, I have to have something. It's not good to fly on an empty stomach either. So yeah, so I try and make sure I've eaten at least an hour before I go fly. So I do, I try and do my lunch or if it's, you know, if I'm flying early or whatever, I'll have a power bar or a banana or something just be on my stomach and, you know, be in there to keep things calm and <laughs> give me some brain energy to go. <laughs> it's definitely important. Your, your mind, your body, your soul. I think there are the three components to get into that mindset. Um, I've noticed just observing like the industry, it's like, you have to stay physically fit. You have to make sure that, you know, the right mindset, um, you can't perform under certain conditions. So it, it's, it's a whole art behind it. I'm realizing like you literally are an athlete, like yeah. it's, you know, it's the art of aerobatics, I call it. And that's, you know, one of the things I'm noticing, I'm asking, like, how do people like, how do you physically stay fit? I saw that you do some swimming as well. Like, Uh, yeah, I haven't been doing as much of that lately. I need to get back to that, (laughs) unfortunately. But yes, I do. I do a fair amount of stretching and little exercises here at home. I, again, like I said, I need to get back into my swimming (laughs) and my more intense workouts. But yes, you can't, I mean, you can't just be sitting around all day because it definitely takes a toll, you know, and I tell you what, getting in the airplane and actually doing aerobatics is the best exercise to keep you in shape for it because there's not not much that can really prepare you for that. The only other thing that I've noticed for me when I used to be dancing a lot and I would spin a lot or I'd do country western dancing and be spinning around, do lots of turns, that the spinning actually was a real um, useful thing to keep my body in the shape for the aerobatics because you get that rotation. And so your brain and your eyes and your body all jive with that when you're doing it a lot. So that, that was the one, (laughs) another thing that was not specifically exercise exercise, but really helped to keep me in shape for it. (laughs) Dancing helps with aerobatics. (laughs) It does. It does. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. Yeah, Another little known fact. <laughs> little nuggets of information because at the end of the day, you are a person. Yes, you are this, this air show pilot. And I feel like people look at you as like, you know, superheroes, but like, you know, you do eat. <laughs> you do. Oh, work. yeah. Oh, absolutely. We are definitely human and we've got, you know, everything to deal with emotions and thought process and physical stuff. And, you know, you got to learn how to manage it all, you know, and then be where you need to be when you need to be and beyond. Right. So it is, it's definitely um, a process every time. Now, when you're in the air, what is a favorite maneuver? I've seen some of your routine. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Like I see some similarities, some differences, you know, you've been mentored by um, a lot of greats in the industry. Also at Sean Tucker, what is your favorite like maneuver in the air? Oh gosh. I love them all. They're all so fun, (laughs) but you know, I gotta say that, but um, the torque roll, I always say it's because it is, it's just so fun. You know, I go up there and stand it on its tail and just get it to back up. And man, when you get a good one, it's so satisfying. <laughs> so yeah, that's a super fun one for me. <laughs> yeah, I asked my husband the same question. He's like the double hammerhead. I was like, okay. He's like, how did it go? I'm like, I don't even know what these things are named, but now I'm getting. 
Yes. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's a good one too. That one's another, that one's a darn close one because it is so satisfying when you get it right. And it's hard to get right. <laughs> you definitely have to practice. You have to, you know, make sure that you you're consistent with it. Again, it's an art. You are an athlete, which is, I mean, I admire yeah. it. I never do it. You ladies and, and gentlemen do it. That's nuts. <laughs> so yeah. Well, you could if you wanted to. <laughs> so what does your family think about? I know what my family thinks about my husband. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, that's they funny. Me? They do. Yeah, they really do. And it's really amazing to me, you know, just, I mean, because of what happened to my dad, of course, I, I had to go choose the profession <laughs> that, that yeah. he, he passed away doing. But um, no, my family has been really great. You know, in the beginning, my mom was like, you know, you could do something else if you want to, you don't have to do this. <laughs> but after a while, I was like, no, mom, I'm really doing this. And she's like, okay. And she's, but she's, and now, and now she's like, if I don't practice for a while or I'm on the road and not with the airplane for a while, she's like, well, you don't want to lose all that practice you put in. You better go back and get some flying in. <laughs> so, so yeah, so she is, she's an amazing woman, you know, to overcome that fear for herself, you know, and for me, uh, and then to be as supportive as she is. And then my sister the same way, you know, it's like, she lost her dad too. And so they, those, they have been uh, really wonderful and I've been very blessed. And yeah, of course they worry about me, but, <laughs> but they know I'm doing what I love to do also. So they're very supportive. Oh, that's great. And, and speaking of support, I have to, before I let you go, because I know you're pressed on time, I'm pressed on time too, and I don't want to keep you, but um, sure. you know, when it comes to women in aviation, and, and I don't want to kind of go deep into it, but your journey is probably, you kind of started in the late nineties, would you say, when it comes down to aerobatics, was your experience um, a positive one? Was there some challenges along the way? What would you describe your experience getting into the industry? Yeah, I overall have had a really wonderful experience. I've been surrounded by some really great people and had a lot of wonderful support. And um, by and large, everybody has been great. There have been, you know, of course, a person or two here or there that are just uh, whether they know it or not, you know, have a little trouble, <laughs> you know, associated with it or whatever, just bad attitude or whatever, you know, it might be. So, but that is way the minority, way the minority. It's just, you know, the exception to the rule. And it's just like, okay, you see that person, you're like, okay, well, I hope you can get over yourself, <laughs> you know, or get, get over it or whatever it is, get over this thing that you have the, the problem that you have with it because it's like it's all yeah. good <laughs> really so you know you just don't let let those people bother you and don't let them hang you up and you just keep doing what you're doing and surround yourself with the the people that um are have a great attitude and are all about helping you and have a you know a good energy about it mm. And that's what I'm noticing too. Like I've had, you know, my naysayers and I've just, I've learned that just keep doing what I'm doing. And you eventually do attract that same positive energy. Like you kind of, the, the negative just kind of dwindles and you're like, you don't even notice them anymore. And it's, you get all this positive energy. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, this is amazing. Like what? 
So it's so true. Just got to keep doing what you're doing. And I I love that you obviously are a role model for women in the industry. Um, You've accomplished a lot in your, your lifetime, which is. Yeah. Well, thanks. Well, I've had a lot of opportunities and I've been able to make a lot of them, which has been really wonderful. So I've been extremely lucky and blessed to be here. (laughs) So had a lot of women paved the way for me, you know, I mean, really it's um, Patty and Julie and all those gals in the aerobatics specifically. It's like, man, it's, it, obviously made it easier on me, <laughs> you know, and all the rest of us women that are out there now. And um, it's, I'm very thankful for that. Yeah. You definitely have some great women to look up to. I've interviewed Patty. I'm trying to get Julie. She's the hardest one to get hold of. I'm like, oh, well, she's retired. So she's just out having fun. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. What's next for you before I let you go? Like, um, is there anything that you want to pitch or what's next for Jesse? Uh, yeah, no. Well, we'll see. There's some, a few different things in the, in okay. the possibility file here. So okay. more to come soon. <laughs> Any sponsors you want to plug before uh, I let you go? Yes. I'd like to thank my sponsors, Duncan Aviation, CJ Aviation, CS Gunzel and Company and Rare Aircraft. Thank you so much. I couldn't do what I do without all of their support. Awesome. And I thank them for keeping you safe, keeping you in the air, keeping you going. Um, I want to thank you personally for joining me on the Wonder Woman of Aviation. I learned a lot. Um, Definitely inspiring and fun to talk to. Thank you. (laughs) Yes, my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a fun time for sure. (laughs) I want to follow you in and learn about all the cool top secret. Obviously, it's a top secret project you got going on. Where can they find you? (laughs) Yeah, well, uh, right now, uh, jessiepanzer.com, Jesse with a Y. keep my shows listed on there and then um we shall see there could be more to come (laughs) hopefully will be more to come (laughs) i can see you're doing great amazing things well jesse thank you for joining us on the wonder woman of aviation and uh, for those listening definitely check her out she is an amazing woman that pits is beautiful i fell in love with it (laughs) oh thank you i appreciate it (laughs) 